1 hour 31 to 1 hour 31 and 59. Uh, we start with finding out who, uh, you know, the name of the company that is run by Peter Thiel, which is Clarium Capital. Um, there's a whole thing where, I mean, again, we're in a kind of tense scene between <laughs> Mark and Sean, and, you know, kind of Sean taking shots at, um, you know, Eduardo while Eduardo's trying to have a talk with Mark. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mark kind of, you know, I guess I mean, it's weird because, uh, you know, they, they really play it like Mark has just woken up. Um, I think he really has this this just woken up feel. Yeah. Um, and uh, and, you know, it finishes with him asking, how's the internship uh, in the script? It is indicated that they go into the kitchen. Um, but, uh, you know, they actually have gone further down the corridor where there's actually a door. Uh, which tomorrow um, they will shut (laughs) so they can have a private conversation uh, without Sean doing some backbiting. Um, But there's a a wonderful speech in here by Eduardo about what his ordeal has been. And anyone who's been on, you know, a flight can probably relate to uh, to what he says. But uh, we'll get into that as we talk about the minute. And joining me to talk about today is Eric Harzer. Hello, Eric. Hey there, Darren. Yeah, so we find out that, of course, uh, Clarium... Clarium? Clarium Clarium. Capital? (laughs) Clarion um, is the is the is the um, the the firm that is being run by Peter Thiel. It's you know two billion dollar hedge fund, um, and Eduardo. Like I say, he's trying to have this conversation with Mark, where he's asking why he's, why is he setting meetings up? <laughs> Which yeah. is like I like I like that he doesn't even want to say Sean's name. Um, and then, you know, he's like, they want to make an angel investment. <laughs> I love Eduardo's. I don't care if he's an actual angel. Why is he setting up business meetings? Um, and then I like how Mark does this kind of thing that, like, it feels like they're like a married couple where he's like, you've had a long flight, <laughs> which is like, which, you know, is is kind of funny of like way of deflecting of like, oh, you know, you're just cranky because you've had a long flight. Mm-hmm. And then we get a one like probably one of my favorite deliveries of a lot of, of something by, um, you know, uh, um, Andrew Garfield in this entire film where he says, no, I've had a long wait on the tarmac at JFK, then a long wait, a passenger loading and unloading zone at SFO and in between there was a long flight. <laughs> it's like, it's like, yeah, the flight isn't really like if you're ever traveling and flying anywhere, the flight is never really the bad part. Right. It's the the stuff before you get to the airport and the stuff after you try to get out of the airport. Right. Those are the those are the two things that are obviously you know causing him uh, you know problems. Um, and of course, he says, "I'm the business end of this company, and he's a house guest living here rent free on a generous grant from the Eduardo Saverin Foundation." <laughs> Which I, I kind of like the kind of I don't know. There is no Eduardo Saverin Foundation, but right. I like that as his his kind of comeback to Sean's. You know, what have I read about you? Nothing line is like you know you're you're basically uh broke and you're couch surfing in my house right. that i'm renting it's a like, chilly welcome like, from somebody he hates who has taken up residence in a place where uh his friend is essentially just completely <laughs> absorbed into this thing and has completely neglected him as well yeah it's pretty bad yeah uh, and so I, I kind of, but then of course Sean keeps going where he's like, you know, I heard about your big ticket ad buys, Gary's tuxedos, the Harvard bartending course. You're just one small step away from bagging Snooky's cookies. I can feel it. 
And I like how Eduardo at this point has he's basically he's in front of Sean and getting closer to Mark, and he obviously doesn't want he doesn't want to talk mm-hmm. with Sean there, and he like the fact that Sean keeps sniping and stuff like this, and it's like you know in, yeah obviously Eduardo isn't isn't wrong you know Sean is is basically broke and mm-hmm. he's living there for free, so you know if I was him. I I wouldn't I wouldn't be doing all this sniping. I would yeah. keep quiet and well, not draw attention to the fact that you're not paying to live there, you know, like he's broke and he's also big dogging Eduardo saying that you're getting all these like small time funds essentially and you're nothing compared to me essentially. Which it's in some ways is kind of true, you know. Um Right. Eduardo's vision for what the site will be and the kind of the advertising that will go on there. Um, they never matched what Facebook ended up doing anyway. Like the the way Facebook right. advertises is is not by um, having specific kind of ad buys, um, you know, which is the model that AOL did very successful on, which is you put banner ads at the top, you put ads down the side. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously in later years, uh, websites learned to annoy us by having the entire background be an advert. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. <laughs> Especially like IMDb. If IMDb have got like a promotion of some kind for a particular film, not only will you have that film at the top and at the side, you'll have it as the actual background and it will just start <laughs> playing a trailer and you're like, what is... Go-? You know, right. So one of the many reasons why I avoid IMDb these days is because of all the yeah. uh, the kind of nonstop ads. Um, it just but, gets taken over completely. Yeah, and the thing is, I remember many years ago, uh, a similar thing happened in, on the Onions AV Club, uh, after it dropped mm. the name of being the Onion, where all of a sudden ads that were at the top were suddenly taking over the whole page. Um, and I'm sure I remember commenters were like up in arms about how like every single page was suddenly taken over by these ads that kept playing and they couldn't stop them. Um, and yeah. some of the editors even had to kind of apologize and say, sorry that the ads are kind of taking over everything, but we've got no choice really, <laughs> you know, we're, we need money. Um, right. Uh, you know, and so uh, they, like kind of he Sean's not wrong. Like though small time advert advertisers aren't going to be the thing that Facebook is going to end up advertising. Um, you mm-hmm. know, Facebook is going to end up advertising, you know, Amazon and Google and <laughs> like it's going to a- end up advertising really big companies as part of your right. newsfeed. It's not going to do what AOL did and put, you know, banner ads at the top and take money for doing those banner ads like and, and do right. kind of clicks and stuff like that. And it's not going to do like, you know, Google's AdSense and kind of go on uh, referrals and stuff like that. So like the ad mm. model that Sean's talking about, you know, that, that, that they're not going to do is correct. They didn't do they never did that. Um, right. And, 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 and I think Eduardo's like idea of how to grow this company is like very small, very like you go to individual advertisers, you try to get them on your page. And like it's a very kind of old school way of thinking that the ad buying kind of uh, game works. And I think Sean Parker's is more like you just get a shitload of money and then you go to these <laughs> advi- advertisers and you're going to make big, big bucks. Uh, yeah. Instantly. I think the thing is, though, like Eduardo's ed- ideas aren't wrong because, you know, no, right. literally a couple of years before this, you know, when this scene is set, AOL bought out Warner Brothers for billions. And they right. did that purely by the value of their ad space and their subscriber base. 
And, you know, Eduardo sees the subscriber base growing. Um, you know, most recently in the film, the count of, of, of members was like 300,000. So, mm-hmm. you know, that he sees those as being, you know, you can say to an advertiser, look, we've got 300,000 people who are on the website, as he did in the, you know, the meeting with Aaron Sorkin. And like, you know, they stay mm-hmm. on there for longer than a couple of hours. And then, you know, they return like 97% of the time aware. Like he's got that you've got what, what advertisers want, which is eyeballs. And he's like, yeah. let's put ads in front of those eyeballs. You know, AOL managed to do that. You know, AOL had, um, I think at one point, something ridiculous like 10 million subscribers. Um, and so obviously they were able to put a banner ad up and say, look, there's going to be 10 million people who can see your banner ad. That will cost you a million dollars. And people would pay that price. Um, mm. You know, and, you know, Google kind of did it a different way. And YouTube does it a different way. You know, like. But advertising is basically the backbone of funding a lot of things um, that are free. And, you know, that's the thing that Facebook is at the moment is free or or mm-hmm. mostly funded by Eduardo Sabrin. He's the only <laughs> one who's paid any money towards this. Obviously, he will he will change that in a couple of minutes time. But, you know, it's his money that's been spent on this website. And so he he wants to see some kind of return as quickly as he possibly can. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas Sean Parker has the idea that, you know, would come from somebody who had been in Silicon Valley, which is you yeah. go and get these billionaires to give you their pocket change basically. And you keep your website mm-hmm. running for as long as you can. And you know, if you're pets.com, you spend 22 million on advertising and then you go broke, but at least, right. you know, for a brief period of time, everybody got to, you know, go to the office and, you know, play ping pong and go down the slide and whatever, you know, like he's got, he's got the men, the West coast mentality that is kind of actually needed to kind of push facebook forward at this point um you know whereas we'll find out what eduardo has been doing in new york um tomorrow because obviously mark asks about how's the internship um and you know tomorrow we'll find out what he's actually been doing in new york because there's been a few times where um you know particularly sean has been saying to mark where is eduardo and he's like he's in new york Mm -hmm. he's got an internship that's been the excuse that's been given so um you know uh, we also get a little bit of, of, of um, you know, girl number two returns in this minute. Um, and she is apparently saying that she's so high. Uh, if we could <laughs> not have guessed that. Um, <laughs> I feel like we got that yesterday. But like I said, in the script, it's indicated they go into the kitchen uh, to talk alone. But obviously they don't do that. The way this, this house is laid out, they go down the corridor further um, to mm. start their private talk. Um, and you know we'll get more of that private talk tomorrow. Is there anything else that needs to be uh, spoken about in this particular? Um, not really. It's basically a continuation of what we talked about yesterday, and just a lot of high intensity. Like things are starting to break down between uh, these friends and who's doing what within the company. So yeah, it's it's great drama. It's it's exactly what I love this movie for. Yeah. Um, it's worth saying that uh, as of because um, Clarion Capital was was set up um, in two thousand and two, uh, so after the the dot com bubble kind of burst, um, and at the at the moment it has um, like it managed to get up to two thousand to eight billion in two thousand and eight um, wow. as like uh, how much it was managing, um, and then it, it kind of. It, after a series of bad investments, it ended up kind of going into decline and its assets were only actually worth about three to 400 million in 2011. Um, so, <laughs> so the enormous contraction of like monetary value that just happens in so quick time span just blows my mind. Holy shit. 
Yeah. And then, um, you know, I I think some of that was down to, well, it's notable that it lost most of its value sometime around 2009, which, of course, was when the housing crash happened. Right, um, right. And I think at the moment it's worth, like, its its annual value is worth roughly about 600 million these days. So Hmm. um, a lot less than the, you know, the the 2 billion that it started off with. Billions they had, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, obviously we'll talk a lot more about Clarium once we get to the end of the week. Um, right. I don't want to keep teasing people with these uh, or, or feeling people with these uh, uh, these little <laughs> teasers about it. But yeah, I mean, Peter Till gets a couple of mentions this week before we actually meet him. So, um, But yeah, so mm. it's interesting that Clarion Capital were doing well when the economy was booming. And then as soon as somebody was like, what's going on with your investments? The whole thing kind of collapsed. Um, right, so right. Kind of, you know, shows you kind of how angel investors work. <laughs> it's like, I yeah. guess they kind of convince you they've got tons of money until eventually someone's like, um, hold on a second. I think the economy's hmm. just cr- collapsed. <laughs> um, let's let's take a look at that eight billion and see where it's actually going. Um, oh, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, one thing I wanted to mention here. So uh, Sean Parker says Snooky's Cookies is... Is that just like a clever rhyming scheme uh, that's been put into the script? Or is he making a Jersey Shore reference, which would not technically exist at this time? Uh, It would for the audience watching this movie, but it would not within the timeline of the movie. Yeah, I I don't know. It's it's weird because I like, I mean, you know, I'm not American. So I would have assumed that that there Mm -hmm. would be some kind of, you know, maybe, I don't know, chain of cookie shops in New York called Snooky's Cookies. Like I would have assumed that was a real Mm -hmm. thing. Um, okay, but I'm, I'm guessing. Yeah, I, I think it's just like him making up uh, a kind of name, and I, I'm like, I think it is kind of informed by the fact that obviously, you know, you know, Snooky is kind of like a known, um, you know, a, a known a known thing for the current audience. But there's some things that Aaron, there's sometimes that Aaron Sorkin does this in this script where he'll make a reference that. If you're watching the film in 2010, it makes complete sense. But the characters in 2004 would never have said that. And I don't, I don't think that in 2004 he would have said Snooky's Cookies. Like, that wouldn't have been a right. thing. But for the 2010 audience, um, you know, obviously Jersey Shore had been around for about a year when this came out. And Snooky was obviously one of the more yeah. well-known kind of things. So I think it's probably just for the audience at home that he's making that kind of joke. Um, right. You know, uh, obviously Jersey Shore, a terrible show featuring even worse people. <laughs> Quite frankly, I am the real world, ride or die. You know, like I'm not, I'm not putting up with these, these worse and worse imitations. A quick Google sn- search has shown me that Snooky's Cookies is a thing in oh, Glendale, okay. California. So it's ah. possible this is a Sean Parker reference that uh, he he kind of knows about and <laughs> is just saying as you're gonna bag these small small uh, ad sales. So yeah, yeah. I, well, I mean, what's funny is of course you know. Um, this particular scene does feel like something off the real world where you have put a bunch of people in a house and now we're seeing what happens when things get, you know, stop being polite and start getting real. Um, and what happens is Sean Parker keeps taking shots at Edward while Edward is trying right. to have a talk with his friend. Um, mm-hmm. I, I guess it's just like a, a reference that I, I, obviously Aaron Sorkin knew would, would kind of make sense that Sean Parker would say. Um, right. But I, you know, I do love the the Harvard, like, like uh, waiter thing as well. It's, it's like a really weird kind of mm-hmm. reference. The Harvard bartending school. It's like I, I don't know. I guess it's it's kind of it's weird because it's kind of taking a shot at Harvard, but it's like uh, hold on a second. Like if there was like a bartending course at Harvard, you know, right. it, I think that would be people would want to do that thing. So um, you know, mm-hmm. it feels like a weird shot. But um, uh, the Tuesday question is: uh, When did you join Facebook? Uh, do you know when you joined Facebook? I want to say 2006, very, very early on. 
Yeah. Well, while you were at college, or? Uh, no, I was in high school at the time, I believe. Just okay. have gotten into high school, I bet. Uh, that's kind of crazy. That's very early to be. On it was. It was mostly for college kids at that time, which was yeah. why it was kind of like a, huh? This is kind of a new thing. Let's see what this is all about. I guess your school must have had like an edu. Um... Oh, I'm sorry. 2009. That's oh. my. Uh, my bad. That's okay. 2009s. <laughs> that's still fairly early on. Um, mm-hmm. You know. Um, I, Good I, I, lord, I've been on. F- facebook for 10 years outside <laughs> we probably don't swear on here uh no there's one there's one there's one f word in this entire film and that's that's the only minute that's yeah. going to contain any swearing so um all right, all right yeah so it's still you know a decade that's that's that's, yeah. that's, that's that's older than this film basically so you would have been on facebook when this film came out um yeah the curious thing being of course uh, facebook definitely did not take any ads for this film there was no kind of like advertising or anything for this like when you went to like you know like you could uh, you could like different films like um on facebook uh the social network definitely was not a page that existed on facebook in 2010 right unfortunately uh but then again for obvious reasons i would say uh well then yeah, let's go i never to... thought about that huh. yeah <laughs> they kept it off there basically uh yeah. let's go to plugs then is there anything that you wish to plug eric uh yeah you can find me on twitter at t-z-a-r-r-e-v-a-n and you can find us on MySpace at myspace.com slash the social minute or on Twitter at social underscore minute or on Facebook at the social minute podcast. Thanks for supporting my guest here today, Eric. Oh, no problem, Darren. And otherwise, goodbye. Goodbye. We're gonna chase those crazy Chase those crazy bumpets Chase those crazy bullets out of a yam The con man coming with this con plan. We won't take no pride. We've got to stay alive. We're gonna chase the